What's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Hamilton Train podcast. If you are new, first of all, welcome to the show. I appreciate you being here. Um, second of all, today is a very special episode, just like every episode is special. But um, I have a very different guest on today. I wanted to get one of my tribe members who is fucking killing it on here. Um, because here's the thing. A lot of people, whenever I, let's say, give tactical advice and teach you guys what to do, how to do it, and all that good stuff, a lot of times people don't take it as um, valuable as it should be because, uh, well, I'm the fitness coach. Uh, I'm always going to say that or oh, all this other stuff. But uh, even though I'm just like you, I am no different in any of that. But for some reason, when it is someone someone else, a lot of times um, our belief level has a tendency to go up. And then if we believe our belief level goes up, then our actions change. Just like um, back in the day when the four minute mile was unheard of. You guys remember that? Like that, that, that story, the four minute mile used to be completely unheard of running a mile in under four minutes. Well, so it was totally unheard of. Like no one has ever done it. And it was classified as impossible. Doctors said like the human body is not physiologically capable of doing that. And like there were people and professionals saying your heart would explode if you did it. And it's just not physically possible. Well, then some cocky motherfucker went out and did it. And within like two weeks, because that newfound awareness and that guy made it possible, literally two weeks later, like 20,000 more people had done it or something stupid like that. So that's one of the reasons I like to get um, normal people who are just fucking killing it in extraordinary ways on the podcast. So that way you are like, oh my gosh, if they can do it, I can do it. So um, who you're about to hear from here in a couple minutes is one of my tribe members, Julia. Julia is an amazing beam of light <laughs> and positive energy. She's uh, she's awesome. Well, and to give you a little bit of context, what happened was um, Julia has been trying to lose a pretty good amount of weight and she's been losing weight, but man, she hit a plateau like a motherfucker, right? She, she hit a plateau and she's really struggling to lose weight. And she ran into this spot where most people fall short. Um, cause what Julia did, cause she's been in the tribe, she's, um, been killing it and been doing awesome. And for those of you guys who don't know what the tribe is, it's this, the most amazing group of people that I coach as a whole at once. If this is not a big pitch for the tribe. So if you want to learn what the tribe is and after you hear Julia's story, if that's something you want to be part of, shoot me a message and we can talk. But, um, but it's, it's crazy. I jokingly say it's like the Illuminati for fat loss, but, um, but anyway, um, I want, I want you guys to hear from her because what happened was where most people go wrong is they start to plateau, they hit a wall and they either change things like crazy drastic. They're just like, well, I'm just going to cut carbs or I'm just going to go to like two th or, you know, 200 calories a day or, or honestly quit and throw in the towel. Well, Julia, despite not seeing the progress she wanted to see Julia, despite, um, despite, you know, being frustrated and kind of upset and not in, in letting her and her emotions started to change, you know, but despite all that, she did what she knew she needed to do. She stayed consistent. She kept eating right. She kept training hard. She kept doing all of her stuff that she knew she had to do despite her emotions. 
And now she's down a bunch of weight and she's just killing it and trucking right along and has the most insane amount of momentum. So um, I wanted to get her on here because a lot of you guys can relate to her, especially you ladies out there that have a, have, have a good amount of weight you want to lose and are just struggling. So we're fellas. Like the gender side doesn't matter. Like for this could apply for you too. So um, we had a little bit of technical difficulties, but I think you'll get the rough picture of what's going on. So let me um, get Julia on because um, I already have that recorded with her. And yeah, hope you guys enjoy. Yo, yo. What it is. What's up, girl? <laughs> Nothing much. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good, doing good. Good. Glad we finally got this worked out. I know we've been talking about it for like a week or so. I know. I'm excited. I'm glad the stars aligned. There we go. There we go. Um, so we are recording. We are, uh, we are uh, well, not live. We're just recording. So, um, yeah. So, like I said, I appreciate you doing this. Um, so, to give everyone kind of an idea of what's going on, just kind of give, a, talk a little bit about, like, who you are, you know, a little bit of your background and what, what's been going on. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, my name is Julia, and I'm from South Carolina. I just turned 30 this year. And uh, growing up, I definitely loved sports and was never like a super skinny kid, but I was you know, athletic, and that definitely helped me. Um, and then when I went to college, I did not continue with sports or working out or or any of the, like, healthy eating choices that I had done. I just focused on, like, school and work, which um, was great. But I definitely gained more than the freshman 15. I think that's a myth if you only gain 15. So I definitely gained more than that. And it was probably maybe three or four years after high school that I realized that I was severely overweight um, and even obese and wanted to get control. So, of course, I had done many diets in the past, so I had tried those again. I mean, literally any diet you've done, I probably have also tried. Mm. And, I mean, literally all of them. Uh, not saying that they're bad. They all have, like, some truths, I think. Most of them had some sort of something that was probably good, but it wasn't sustainable for myself. I mean, this is years. I don't know how many times I had uh, started you know, I'm going to do a journal, I'm going to log on my food, I'm going to hike every weekend, I'm going to drink water, like all the I'm gonna's, I'm sure you have heard that before. Mm-hmm. I even, this is how sad this health journey has been for me. Um, you know, I'm 30, I don't live at home, uh, but my dad had found some of my old stuff in the attic, and I had a journal when I was 17 that literally said, um, that I was, and at the time I was not fat, but in my journal, I had a picture of myself and it said, you need to get your life together. You are fat. Like that was my journal entry. How sad is that at 17 to have that outlook of life already? Um, and then as an adult, it just continued to beat myself up over my weight gain and, and not being able to be as, you know, active as I wanted and that brought me, you know, through the whole, you know, I would lose, like, 80 pounds in, like, two or three months. Like, just crazy stuff. Oh, wow. Basically, I mean, like, super crazy. <laughs> I would uh, basically eat nothing with just, like, some lemon juice as dressing and, like, all the things you 
see models do. I basically tried to do and would work out crazy and just, you know, I did not enjoy the process at all. So, of course, anytime stress happened or a schedule change or life, as we call it, I would act like a kid with no home training. And and what I mean by that is, that, you know, when you take your kid to, like, that friend that you always brag about your kid to, so you take this kid and the kid's horrible, and you're like, who are you? You're not my kid. I did not train you like this. Well, that's how I would act. Life would get hard, and I would eat like I had <laughs> eight, 29 years. Like, that's what would yep. happen. I'd act like a Julia with no home training. So... Mm-hmm. So that led me to 2019. I was 337 pounds, the heaviest I'd ever been. It's really hard for me to even say those words out loud. But here I am with integrity and trying to be authentic. Um, I was 337 pounds, heaviest ever. And I was like, this is, I've got to do something different. This is crazy. And I I am, I don't even find myself cute anymore, you know? Before, I could at least say, well, at least I got a cute face, but I didn't even see that at 337 pounds. So, I I just started changing, I guess, my mental outlook, and I found you in May, and that definitely changed my life, for sure. Awesome. I love, I, that makes me so happy. So, so let me, because, um, you know, before we hopped on the phone, I gave kind of a, like a preface a little bit of what's going on to give all the listeners kind of a context on who you are and Perfect. why I'm having you on here and things like that. So, um, so talk about a little bit, like, so when things really changed for you in terms of your mentality, because I know like you came from like the yo-yo dieting, the trendy diets, and then, you know, you got in the tribe and you and I have been working together. And then, um, so talk about where like your mental shift changed and what yes. you've been doing now. That's, that's such a difference. That's cause that's the whole reason I wanted to get you on here is because I know your story can help so many more people because there's so many other girls that are stuck where you've been stuck at. Definitely. I know the first thing that changed for me is I started following people that I thought was like following on Instagram and other social media um, outlets following people that I thought were uplifting, but also spoke truth. Um, Other, you know, bodybuilders, soccer players, just anybody that I thought um, posted good quality content that could help, you know, give me some guidance. Because that is definitely something in this this journey I have learned, is that there's a lot of some truths, half-truths, and not truths, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's hard to find what works best for you and your body. Um, and, but then also what's not just total crap trying to sell you something. Right. So, so following good people and getting rid of negative people. <laughs> That's, I think, the most important thing that helped change my mind, like mindset. Another thing is I just focused on 10 pounds at a time. So when you think of 337 pounds, that is very overwhelming. If you think right. of the whole total number of where I want to be, I have to lose like half of that to even be semi-close, you know, mm-hmm. to, to the journey. So that's overwhelming. So I would just focus on being what's going to get me from 337 to 327. And I think when you think of the smaller goal, it really helps uh, focus in a little bit more and be more consistent. Mm-hmm. It's real easy for me. I don't know about you, but for me, it was super easy to justify overeating in my calories you know, a day a week how we talk about, you know, having a cheat day or a cheat meal. 
it's easy to do that. But if you think about that, that's four times a month that you're going way over and eating like an a-hole, like you say. Oh, yeah. Going oh, yeah. Way over your calories. So those four days a month, they are going to keep you from getting to the next 10 pounds. It may not keep you from getting to 150 pounds. But if you're doing that consistently and you're consistently cheating, you will not be able to lose the amount of weight that you want and the amount right. of time. Yeah. But, no, definitely. Yeah. So I think shortening your goals, not being so overwhelmed with the 50 pounds you want to lose or the 20 pounds you want to lose and just focus on what can I do to make me lose a pound, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So that helps because then you're not as overwhelmed. Um, and then I love your daily donut that you talk about <laughs> only because I know every, every podcast I hear, someone mentions that. So obviously you're on the right track, <laughs> but, but the cool part about the daily donut is it just reminds you that everything is, I guess like life's in perspective, if that makes sense. So yeah. a, a donut, if it fits in the calorie and it fits in the science, then you're going to be able to lose weight. And if you're getting to that point where you're not happy with eating your daily donut, then sure, feel free to cut it out. But if not having a donut is killing you, then eat the dang donut. <laughs> That's how I feel. Yeah. That's how I feel. A lot of, I mean, I would go without salad dressing. Instead of researching other dressings that might have low sugar and that might fit in the plan, I just would eat lemon juice, which is horrible. If you like that, that's wonderful, but I cannot. So, so that helped for me for sure changing right. the mindset smaller goals i love it yeah most definitely now what i really what i really want you to talk about what i that's what i really wanted was this yeah. this i i would say it's one of uh, a huge like mini milestone of yours that you've done such an amazing yeah. job with is and you just posted about it i think it was last week in the tribe you were talking about how like how y the scale wasn't moving progress was not moving in quite as fast as we wanted it to but normally old julia would have given up or would have done something you know like super low calories or done done stuff that probably wasn't the best but regardless of results in front of you and regardless of your current emotion you just stuck uh, stuck consistent yes. and then well, what I happened lower you hit like since all -time the last time i've recorded the group. so talk about so that. this is Right? I know. So this is the cool part. <clears throat> yes. So the third thing, I guess, that I did to change my mindset as well, and I started this in January, is the first of every month, my roommate takes measurements of me, and we take pictures in the same spot with the same clothes on. And that's important because that way you can see your progress. So every month on the first, mm -hmm. I weigh probably more than I should, but I, I weigh all the time because I like that to kind of know where I'm at. But measurement-wise and pictures, I only do it once a month. So for the whole month of like May, and I started the tribe May 11th, and I felt great. Um, and it was a perfect time in my life to start that. And I took pictures, gave them to you, you saw it. But I lost no like really weight between May to June and June to July. And old Julia definitely would have been frustrated. I could see in my pictures that things were shaping. And yeah. the, the group gave me support, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, and my measurements went down, which is why measure, measurements are so important. Because what I didn't realize was that even though the scale had not moved, I'd just been fluctuating the same five to seven pounds, um, my picture of my body was reshaping. And I lost like three inches on my thighs. 
And finally, one glorious morning oh, yeah. in August, <laughs> I got on the scale, and I had finally moved, not just like a few pounds. I moved like six pounds. So I had lost like 53 pounds total. So I was... All right. All right can, you, can you hear me? <laughs> yeah. I don't That's know what perfect. happened. I, I'm not sure. I, I heard it like cut out. Then Anchor like messaged me like and said, hey, something's trying to reconnect, but we'll save the audio. So. Uh, don't worry about it. I, everything we've been recording is all saved. So I'll just splice it all together. So we're good. So um, the last thing that I had that I heard that you said was um, you taught you, you said you hit your 53 pound lost mark. Yes. So that was, uh, I lost 53 pounds as of like two weeks ago. And then currently I'm down 57 pounds. Hell so yeah. I'm, Hell yeah. Right. So within the two weeks, long story short, I went two months losing nothing just fluctuating the same out, getting a little bit frustrated, but remembering all my home training from Jared. Yeah. <laughs> that if you're consistent, progress has to happen. It's science. It you know, is science. And I'm and here I'm so glad you said that exact thing because for some reason people, I, I see it all the time. People will take total different philosophies when it comes to fitness and fat loss, but they apply them everywhere else. It's like it's the like um, everything has a gestation period, just like a plant. Like, you know, if you put I'm from Indiana, so we all know what corn is. So if you put <laughs> a corn seed in the ground, you know, that sucker has to grow. If you put the sun on it, you plant it right. You water it. You do all the normal flower like shit to it. You know, that has to grow just because it's a law is uh, there's cause and effect. If if you right. have the proper cause effect will happen. But most of the time, we're just impatient and people let emotions get ahead of them. But you, my friend, have done such an amazing job with keeping your head emotions and more importantly, your execution in check and continue to, to, to literally truck right along, regardless of what emotion was saying. Well, and that's like I said, old Julia, emotion definitely was I was controlled by how I felt and what I felt like was a good excuse. I'm just being honest. They were excuses. I mean, I have a lot of like help things that run in my family that could make it hard to lose weight. So I'd always blame it on that. Like, oh, I'm not losing weight because I may or may not have PCOS, which I'm not saying that that's not a real thing. My, right. I have family members that suffer from that. But I also know that I am not diagnosed with it. So I was having like a, almost like a hypochondriac moment, like, oh, I could have that. Or I could not be able to lose weight because I'm almost 30. So it's going to be harder. Or I could not be able to lose weight because I'm just not supposed to be. God made me this way. Or, you know, whatever excuse I could think of to make it easier for me. Instead yeah. of just doing yeah. the work. Putting your head down and doing the work. Put your head down <laughs> and doing work. Because that's, cause that's the thing, Julia, is that you've done that, that I really want everyone else listening to really get. The fact is that there's a lot of stuff we can't control. There's to an extent, like, God. we can't control necessarily how fast we're going to lose weight. There may be factors that just make things slower we can't control if we have pcos we can't control how old we are but the two things that we can control that you've done an amazing job with you can control your attitude and your effort and you get those two things in check everything else takes care of itself because you've got your attitude in check you you, you lost the victim mentality you lost old julia and you said no i can control i can't control this stuff but i can control what I know I should be doing. And that's what you've done. And that's why your success is just out of nowhere popped. You know what I mean? I know. And, and like I said, I, I know I still have, you know, this journey ahead of me, but I feel, 
out of all the times I've done this, and like so many times, more than I have fingers have I tried to lose weight, this is the most I have felt in control and the most I have felt comfortable. And it's because I have quit just worrying and stressing on if I'm going to lose weight and if I'm going to get in shape and, you know, if and if and if. I quit worrying about all those things that haven't even happened. Mm-hmm. And I just focus on what can I do today to help me lose the next 10 pounds. And I just focus on that. Some people even say you should do less than 10. I just focus on 10 because I like easy numbers. Right. So, <laughs> but for me, 10 is easy. And I just focus on that. So if I don't drink my water today, I'm going to be one day less of possibly hitting my 10 pounds. So I get my water in. If I don't eat right today and I, you know, eat crazy and have 12 cheeseburgers, then obviously it's going to take me longer to get to my next 10 pounds. Because that's science. Yep, I'm I'm with you, girl. But, like, that's the the thing is, like, even amongst all this, the one one governing trait is that you're purely consistent. Because – that that's the thing is even like this past weekend i i was i was out of town doing some traveling stuff and i went over on my calories and stuff but like it, that's the beautiful thing is when you're truly consistent all the little hiccups get lost in what i call the sea of consistency is it's all gets it kind of washed out so to speak because once you're truly consistent nothing can touch you that's totally true and you don't want to you don't want to be crazy for too long either like you had your weekend it was wonderful but I'm sure you're ready to kick it you know on Monday because it's who you are now it's what you do yeah I don't even think about that anymore as far as like I just think this is who I am I meal prep on Monday I do that every week you know since January meal and if for some reason I'm busy on Monday I make plans to do it on Sunday but I'm consistent in that I just it's just who I am people know that they're like oh can't do anything with Julia today she's meal prepping (laughs) That's fine. You know, like it's what she does. Yep. Well, yep. and here's the other thing too is you, you you said this time is different. Like since we've really kind of changed the way, you know, no trendy diets and not cutting out anything that you really want and stuff like that. Do you feel like you can maintain this or does it feel like 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 when you say this time's different, do you feel like what you're doing is sustainable for the long term? Yes. And let me let me share that too with saying that the cool part within those two months that that I wasn't like losing any I wasn't gaining either Mm -hmm. so that was a super big thing for me is that this whole year I've been consistently going down it hasn't been like oh I went from you know 337 to 330 to 340 you know it's been consistent you know consecutively moving down or staying the same which I think that's okay because that's just me learning and growing and figuring out like what my body needs, my body reacting, so that's normal, and I feel good about it. Yeah. Where before, yeah. you know, old mindset would have been, ah, I ate salads every day this week, and the scale hasn't moved. What is wrong? I'm, you know, I'm going to eat a cheeseburger now because at least I enjoy that or whatever, you know. No, for sure. <laughs> whatever the old mindset was. Yeah. Well, that's the yeah. thing people don't realize. Maintenance is progress because – even just yes. even just from the sciencey side of stuff, like your body has this has this magical place called homeostasis where it's your body's set point where like let's say let's say your set point was you know uh was let's say three thirty seven okay and that was your let's say you've been there for a while and that's your body's set point it's like a thermostat like your body is set on the thermostat of seventy degrees or three thirty seven well then if you all of a sudden lose a bunch of weight let's say you lose now you're in the two hundreds and you're, and then you quit losing weight, like we've kind of been talking, where 
that's your body acclimating to a new low body weight because the fact that you've maintained your success, because well, let me put it this way. I know a lot more people who used to be fit and lean and healthy than who are fit, lean and healthy because, mm-hmm. because of this very reason they, they yo-yo versus the fact that you've been able to keep your success is huge. It's even like, you ever hear about people who like go and buy a lottery ticket, they make a million bucks, but then they're broke a year later. They didn't maintain their success or someone right. who like comes into money, like, like, rich grandma died and they got rich and they got wealthy, but then they like blew all the money cause they couldn't maintain it. What you've been doing right. is your, when, even those two months of kind of just stagnant, that's such a, a pivotal place where your body was getting ready to move down even more because that's, it's breaking to a new set point, a new homeostasis, so to speak. Right. Well, and that's what I recommend for those that are starting this or trying to be healthier or change habits. Is and, and you teach this too, Jared, and I really appreciate this, that you should just pick one or two things that you feel like you're ready to change, you know, a movement and a food habit, and change those first, be consistent with it, kill it like it's your job, yes. and then you can add yes. on to that, you know? <laughs> and I, that is like a killer thing, where a lot of times we're like, okay, I'm going to get healthy, so I'm going to work out 12 times a week, I'm going to, you know... <laughs> drink two gallons of water i'm gonna you know just do crazy things because we're gonna be hardcore about it and that is not sustainable because you weren't ready because you just started yeah that's that's one of my like core that right there is one of my most core fundamental things that that i preach especially to the tribe is only two habits at once a mouth habit and a movement habit because you know there's first of all i'm a lazy bastard that if i can get <laughs> if i can get to where i want to be in two steps instead of 10 i'd rather do it in two because i'm lazy and because you're the guy that carries in all of his groceries with one arm like 12 bags on one arm oh without a doubt in my mind yeah yeah 100 <laughs> percent. well because that's the thing is is first of all if you don't it's like why fix what's not broken if you don't need to change a thousand things at once why change a thousand because what first of all it sucks it's no fun Number two, it's not sustainable. And number three, you're probably going to revert to old ways versus if your only thing you have to do is, let's say, go hiking two days a week and drink X, 100 ounces of water, whatever, and then rock that till you quit progressing anymore. Then by that time, those two are probably habits. So now we can add one or two more to the pie. And that has what, that's, that's what's so awesome, Julia, is what you've done an amazing job with is you are like a professional executor. A lot of people, it's one of my biggest pet peeves right here. People absorb, 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 and don't execute. People all over the place will like listen to and get all the information. They know it. They know all of it. They know you know, they've listened to every podcast. They've liked every post and they've engaged on every comment section, but they don't, haven't done anything versus what you've done and why you've been seeing success is you're like, Oh, those are my two things. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, well, and then, so something else, I guess, too, with focusing on that, just sticking the the little things, especially if you're coming from a big point like me, like I have a lot, a lot of room to change and grow. So just changing the one or two things, um, you know, you'll see progress. And then as you get consistent with that, it's like a habit. So then you feel safe to kind of like add another ball. When you start juggling, you juggle with two balls. And then eventually they throw a third ball in there. And then they throw a fourth ball, you know, and then you're mm-hmm. able to do that. Or in kindergarten, they don't make you learn all the letters. You start with A and you work your way through, you know. So same with this. Just because you're adults or whatever doesn't mean that you're going to be able to get it all right away. 
So it's good just to focus on the small goals and gain as you're ready. Yeah. And I did almost yeah. all of the original weight loss when I joined the group. Um, I think I was at I was at 291 when I joined the group. So it doesn't feel like, oh, that's great that she lost 11 pounds in the two months. But I did all of that with just changing my mouth habits. The only movement I started doing was like yoga and some stretching at first. I just started strength training when I joined the group in May. That's awesome. And I wasn't really even consistent with that until June. So so that's where I like can testify. <laughs> leave my testimony here <laughs> that if you are consistent, if you enjoy the pro- like process because stress makes you not want to lose weight too, and just enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Absolutely. Know that you can do this. Um, you can maintain it. And I, like I said, I encourage everyone to just make your goals and figure out your plan to get there. So you have your goal. My goal is to be healthy and happy. My intentions are to be, you know, as consistent as possible. And that gets me to my goal. Absolutely. I love it. I love it, Julia. Well, I think we, I think we gave everybody, well, by we, I mean you, uh, gave everybody <laughs> a really good amount of value. I, I, I really do honestly appreciate you being so willing and vulnerable to get on here and do this because I know it's not easy. Um, but I know you have such a pure heart and are so willing to help people that and I, I, you, like you have no idea how many people that are going to listen to this, that, uh, that your situation and story is going to help them. So thank you for that. Uh, I hope so. Cause my, I just, I wish I could go back to all the years of Julia trying to lose weight and just hug her and tell her that she is strong and she can do this and that you are just being too hard on yourself and you're setting yourself up for failure before you even started. So clear all that out, people. Get it together, and let's go. I love it. I love it, Julia. Well, I will. Um, thank you again for doing this. I will talk to you later. All right. See ya. See ya. All right, guys. Thank you so much once again for tuning into today's episode of the podcast. It means a ton to me. It means a ton to Julia. Um, and yeah, I know you, I know you got value from this and I really hope Julia's story helped you. Um, for those of you that are kind of in that situation where she was in, where it's like, man, I'm doing everything right. I'm eating right. I'm working hard. Why is, why is the scale not moving? Why am I not moving forward? Well, hopefully this gives you uh, a little more perspective and opens your eyes and gives you a little bit more hope. You're like, oh, okay. And then if she can do it, it, that's what happened with her. Then I'm in the right spot. So Um, yeah, like I said, I really hope you got a lot from this. Um, and I appreciate you being here. If, if any of that sounded intriguing to you and you wanted to learn more about the tribe, like I said, if you want to message me, I'd be glad to talk to you about it. And that way we could see if it's a good fit for you or not. But, um, nonetheless, I hope you really take what Julia and I talked about to heart and really apply it to your situation. So yeah, I love you guys to pieces. Thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you soon.